Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio, WEI. Patrick Gilroy sitting in for Mike Manansky this evening. Taking you guys up until 10 o'clock. Number to join us here, 617-779-7937. You text the program, 37937. You find me on Twitter, at Gilroy on Hoops, at Gilroy on Hoops. And while I consider myself a basketball aficionado, I am nothing when compared to the next guy we're going to have on the program from ESPN, from the Boston Globe, and now from Bob Ryan's Boston podcast available on CLNS Radio and on iTunes, Bob Ryan. Bob, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes tonight. I really appreciate it. Well, you're welcome, Patrick, and thanks for the plug. Oh, yeah, I got to do a plug, right? Nobody does anything. Uh, I, for... if, you, if you hadn't done it, I would have asked. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would have corrected me. So, look, I, I know it doesn't look good for the Celtics tonight, but I, I got to ask you right off the top here, this this 10-game winning streak and getting contributions from so many young guys, when's the last time you saw a team reel off something like this while guys like Semi Ojale and Tice are out there giving this team meaningful minutes? There really is no parallel in my 48-year experience watching the team with the closest possible thing being back in 1970-71, Dave Cowens' rookie year, uh, they ran off a 10-game streak uh, in November and December that um, set up a, a was then a 44-win season, which we weren't looking for, expecting. Uh, and the, the, then in 72-73, they started the season 10-0, and en route to a 68-win season. But by that time, it wasn't about youth. Uh, they were pretty well settled in. So the closest thing, you'd have to go back. But even that team in 70-71, yes, uh, Cowens was a rookie, and, and Jojo White was young, and Don Chaney was young, and Steve Kaversky. But uh, there were some guys named Havlicek, Sanders, and Nelson <laughs> uh, that had something to do with it, too. So, uh, um, But this, this uh, youth-oriented uh, and that includes Kyrie, who's still only 25. Right. Uh, uh, run is very impressive. And that was my, my one fear going into this season. And before the Hayward injury, you knew the Celtics were going to be top-heavy talent-wise with their big three of Horford, Hayward, and Kyrie. It was the, the veteran pieces that were no longer going to come off the bench. And you didn't know what we're going to get from from the rest of these guys. And to rely on these young players, I think it was a, a calculated risk on Danny's part. So far, through 12 games, it seems to have paid off. Yeah. No, no question. I mean, people. I mean, let's say, uh, uh, Semi. Uh, uh, you know, He he's somebody that most people had no idea about, and Yabaselli, uh, no idea about. But the others are young guys who are developing. Um, smart keeps getting better. Although you know, everybody's having a, a terrible shooting night tonight, but Smart keeps getting better. Rozier, there's a guy that I know they like. They love his speed. They liked him as a rookie. Uh, maybe didn't progress as quite as far last year as they thought, but I, you can see what they see in him now this year. Uh, so, uh, and and then Brown, I love Brown, and and well, Tatum is uh, is a great pick, and uh, there's just and and but, you know, so yes, uh, those, those are the real the real young guys, and and just remember how young this the smart is in his fourth year. He's the he's the gray beard of the kids. He's 23. It's unbelievable. And, and Dave, and just just for a 
frame of reference. So people are so used to these guys being 19, 20, 21 years old. In the old days, uh, it was so different when they were four-year college players. Larry Bird turned 23 on December 7th, uh, 1969, uh, 79, excuse me, uh, his rookie year. He was 23 years old uh, as a rookie, and now Smart is a four-year veteran at 23, and that's the way the trend of the, trend of the uh, NBA these days. And the Celtics are going to have to make a difficult decision on Marcus Smart following the season. They, they failed to uh, extend him going into this season, so now he will enter restricted free agency in this new NBA where guys like Kelly Olynyk are worth $50 million. So I'm glad you brought up Smart and Rozier. In my mind, anyways, that's sort of the choice that the Celtics will have to make between the two. I'm not sure that there's a mathematical way that you can hold on to both of them and pay Horford and pay uh, Kyrie in a couple of years. Unless you, Bob, because you know this as well as anybody, is there a way where you can pull it all off and pay them all? No. That's why Avery Bradley's a Detroit Piston. You, yep. love that. you think Danny, Danny Ainge is on record as saying he was just as aggrieved at losing Bradley as he was losing Thomas, which, by the way, I suspect rankled Thomas. I think that may have a little bit of something in the back of his mind to do why Thomas went off about Danny. Sure. Because he didn't get that full respect and, and that, that he thought he deserved by being, uh, having Bradley equated to him. Uh, Sure, there will be decisions, and this is the way the world and, 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 and all sports, including baseball, which doesn't have a salary cap, but which has a luxury tax, which is a very uh, ominous thing for a lot of people. All four major, all our four major sports uh, have uh, uh, salary uh, limitations and capabilities. I mean, and, and, and restrictions, and and. And always, invariably, there are decisions that teams must make, hard ones and painful ones. We've seen these salary explosions in the NBA before, Bob. You know, when guys that are average players getting above-average contracts, it's been going on in the NBA for about three, four years now as the cap continued to rise. This year, it finally went down by like $2 million. Is this sustainable, or are we going to be facing a lockout and or a strike at some point here in the foreseeable future? It's always possible. The one thing about the NBA is that uh, there, uh, as opposed to the NFL, for example, and, and even baseball, there are uh, uh, ex- excellent general relations between labor and management. Uh, Adam Silver and, and uh, Roberts, uh, the uh, new uh, head of the Players Association, have uh, established a personal rapport, and, uh, and, and that's very important. Uh, you don't have the, the, the basic contentiousness that has permeated so many previous labor management negotiations in, in American sport doesn't mean that uh, so something can't change between that. But yes, it's, it's possible. Uh, but it's but it's always it's sooner or later it's going to happen that uh, certain owners are going to feel that the, the, that they don't want to pay and you know so on and so forth. But the NBA is, is set up to try to avoid chaos, I think, right now. It's Sports Radio, WEI. It's Patrick Gilroy sitting in for Mike Mananski on the phone with us right now from Bob Ryan's Basketball Boston Podcast. Bob Ryan, it's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and CLNS Radio. And, Bob, I don't know if you follow along here uh, on EEI and on the other station during the week, but there's been a, a heated debate in recent weeks uh, over Al Horford. And Lou Merloni brought it up, and it's sort of taken on a life of its own. He nicknamed uh, Al Horford Average Al. I-, I happen to think that Al Horford is one of these guys where, you know, the numbers don't tell the complete story. In your mind, when you look at Al Horford, is, is he more of a-, a piece of a contender or, or is he legitimately a-, a great player? It's time for Lou Maloney, who I like and, and-, and-, and consider to be a friend, uh, to fess up 
when we're wrong, we're wrong. Lou, you couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it, what was he watching in these in these first ten games to have him uh, say that? Uh, I, 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 it takes he's an acquired taste. It takes a while. He isn't flashy. He's not going to score twenty five. It's not going to be a twenty five eighteen game. But guess what? It might be a fifteen eleven eight game that turns the tide and 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 keeping an offensive play going and setting a proper pick and passing the ball to the right guy at the right time and the right propitious moment of the game and doing the right defensive move the right hedge uh he is a consummately smart way smartest player on the team period he's the smartest player on the team smartest basketball player out there is is uh the most talented is kyrie irving the smartest is al horford and and it's it, They would not. They, 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 the Celtics would do it all over again. Uh, they are so happy. They're getting everything out of him that they expected. And and I don't know why people don't understand that now. They should. I mean, uh, at this point in time, they should understand it. Well, it, it's it's simply a matter of box scores, right? If if you don't watch the game and you look at the box score, I can understand why. Yeah. When you look at the twenty-seven million per year and you see twelve and seven, why you would be disappointed? What what you don't yeah, well, see is, in my mind, is there there's there's a direct correlation, Bob, between the fact that Isaiah Thomas and uh, Kelly Olynyk and uh, Jay Crowder all had career years from beyond the arc last year, with Al Horford there delivering them the basketball. There's a lot of reasons. That's right. A very good point. And he he is just a very good basketball player. And and uh, as I said, he's a different type of uh, major star, but a major star he, he is. And you look at the Celtics team now. They're in the midst of trying to make a run. Celtics trailing Charlotte 77-74. And I'll tell you, tonight was another difficult night for the Celtics. Kyrie Irving went down with what the Celtics are calling uh, concussion-like symptoms. They haven't, as far as I know, diagnosed him with a concussion yet. Let's assume he's concussed. That was a nasty hit. One thing you got to love about this team, Bob, is their fight and their heart. That was the one worry I think fans had going into this season. Every Brad Stevens-led team, going back to the 25-win team from four years ago, has been known for delivering fight and heart and 100% effort. This year, with the top-tier talent, I'm not sure fans knew what to expect. This year, in your opinion, do they have the same fight and heart? Because I'm seeing it every night. You're seeing it at this moment as we speak. Yeah. Uh, they were down 18. They started off shooting terribly. They had one field goal in the first six minutes of the game, which was a goaltend. <laughs> uh, so they did not actually have a legitimate basket in the first six minutes of this game. They never let it get out of hand. They continued to scrap. They, they uh, uh, are showing heart. They're down by three now. So in my mind right now, I'm happy. Win or lose, yeah, you want to win, of course. Of course. But, you know, it's a long season. Don't fret if they don't. They have proven something again tonight. Without, uh, without uh, Horford, without... Um, I Kyrie Irving, uh, they are doing it again, and and uh, that that's uh, a tribute to a lot, everybody involved, which starts with with the co- Danny and we're getting these players and the coaches coaching them up and these guys showing some grit. This is a really likable team, really really likable, and this is and win or lose, if they win, this will you know, this will now we'll say it's probably the best win of the year. Yeah, although the, you know we had that win in San Antonio, but the, uh, this is a wonderful uh, effort right now. They salvaged the evening already. And if you if you have any kind of uh, common sense and, and and sensibility, you 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 already love this team just tonight for what they're doing. Bigger picture stuff here, Bob. Before we get you out of here, uh, less Hayward for the entire season. What's now the ceiling that you've seen this game for this team for twelve games? Well, what do you, what's their ceiling this year? Ceiling is finals. Is, I, um, I I, I well, look at the East. Now we have one assumption we must make. 
I can't bring myself to believe that Cleveland is going to stay this bad. They look bad, they don't the they, last, though? They're last in defense. Yep. Defensive given, points given up. They're last in all the metrics. They're horrible on defense, which is why they're 5-7 and seven as this night begins. Uh, they, uh, they're they going to get better. They have to. I mean, I just other than that, who's so good? There's nice teams. Uh, Toronto's nice. Washington's nice. Charlotte's nice. Uh, Milwaukee. Who's better than Boston? Nobody's without, without Horford. Excuse me. Without without Hayward. From what we've seen already, I I, I think they can they can go and, and and play in the Eastern Conference Finals at the very least with this team they have right now. I won't say I expect it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Looking at the drop off that Cleveland's getting from Jay Crowder as far as production goes, the Crowder that we saw here in Boston the last few years versus the Crowder that they've got in Cleveland right now, doesn't that speak to the the coaching and the Celtics' ability to put these guys in their best position to succeed because that guy looks lost out there. Um, I said when Irving came that uh, one thing that he's going to find out, and and maybe he was really what was looking for it, but he's going to have it confirmed. If he was looking for it, it will be confirmed. If he didn't know, he will find out. He will be coached better than he's been coached in the NBA. I won't say it's the best coach he ever played for because he did play for Mike Krzyzewski, although only 11 games <laughs> and many practices. But, uh, so I'll, I won't go crazy here and say he's the best coach he's ever played for, but he's a he's better coach in the NBA than he played for. No offense, Ty Lue is a nice fellow and he's a coach. He's a competent, average at best NBA coach. Stevens is better. And and they so I think that uh, uh, it's a safe statement that when you go from Boston to uh, Cleveland, you're going backwards, you're going down in terms of coaching, uh, you know, coaching ability. Last one from me, Bob. Uh, do you expect the Celtics to use that 8.4 million dollar injured player exemption? Expect. I'd say I'm, I'm a percentage chance guy. Uh, assuming they're going to be in a position to solidify themselves and and and, and nail down a, a a one or two seed at that time, uh, I, I'd say it's about a seventy five percent chance. There it is, Bob. I appreciate you uh, you joining the program and tell everybody out there once again how to get your podcast. Well, you told them everything and all the conventional ways. People have hit the podcast, uh, the Stitcher, the iTunes, the CLNS. Uh, just go online on at, go Bob Ryan Boston Podcast. Uh, you can you can find it that way. Uh, and uh, uh, thank you for doing it. It's been a lot of fun. I, I never dreamed this. Uh, a year ago at this time, that uh, was not part of my life. And it was brought into my life, and I'm really happy it has been. Yeah, we're all happy it has been. The more Bob Ryan that we get, the better, Bob. I appreciate you taking a few minutes and, uh, and joining the program, and hopefully the Celtics pull this thing out tonight. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, Patrick, bye-bye. There he goes. I mean, he's an absolute legend, Bob Ryan. You guys know him from the Globe. You know him from ESPN. And now he does a weekly podcast available for download on CLNS Radio, clnsmedia.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. It's Patrick Gilroy in for Mike Manansky. Room for you at 617-779-7937. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.